Does your life suck nowadays? Do you open your window every morning and just see depression? The solution? Check out the Anchor Free Roscoe podcast, where hosts Ryan, Seth, and Luke talk about the latest topics that will brighten your day. Trust me, folks, Roscoe, Ontario is a graveyard, but these guys are the town's only saving grace from boredom. Now tune in into the underground. Hi everyone, my name's Julia. Um, I've been living in Ottawa for a second time since 2018. Um, so I think I've had a lot of dating experience in this area. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Julia, like, uh, like where, do you, where do you come from originally? Because I remember like you were telling me that uh, you weren't originally from Ottawa, so where were you from originally? Yeah, so I grew up about an hour from here um, in Cornwall. So there's about 50,000 people, I think, now. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And then you, you came to Ottawa like just a few years ago, right? Just for work and school and stuff like that? Uh, for school, yeah. In, yeah. In like August of 2018, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. And uh, the reason I wanted to bring you on the podcast because uh, cause we used to work together and uh, we've had like pretty pretty cool discussions at work and uh, kind of fooling around at work as well. <laughs> and I want to bring you on the podcast because I feel like you have a pretty uh, unique experience, especially when we were talking um, a few days ago on text mm-hmm. in regards to like how you got to... Um, your uh, current boyfriend at the moment, and so I actually want to ask, talk to you about that a bit, and uh, how you met him and stuff like that. And uh, I wanted to ask you, um, like, you are in a relationship. Uh, how long you've been in that relationship now? Um, so we started dating like fourteen months ago, so just over a year. Okay, okay. And uh, what was uh, your dating history like before you met him? <laughs> um, so I've been using dating apps like Tinder and Bumble on and off for like since. 2016 I think um yeah so I've had I'd say three serious relationships in the past wow okay it's it it is um because normally I've been talking about it especially with matchmaking apps is like there's a lot of struggle for guys (laughs) to get to relationships in general so like what was your experience like uh using uh like Bumble and and, uh, Tinder and like uh, both ones um <laughs> it it really depends um I started using them in 2016 I was only at the time 17 not 18 yet yeah. and that was a disaster <laughs> because I was never rebellious as a teenager or anything and I never really dated so I guess kind of like my act of rebellion was living in Cornwall and signing up for Tinder and lying about my age on my account and then putting in the description like oh haha I don't know how it says I'm 21 I'm actually only 17 um and like looking back on it like there's so many levels of wrong about that um but yeah, 
Who or where you mean? Like, uh, like the wrong thing? Is it kind of like what you were doing? Like that you felt like it was kind of wrong? Like me lying about your age and stuff? Or yeah, kinda... and then just being seventeen and like making it known I was seventeen, and then you're still or I was still matching with people like two, three, four years older, which is so wrong. Um, my first, <laughs> I think the first match that I can remember. I was, again, it was 2016. I was still in high school, grade 12. Um, I matched with someone. <laughs> um, yeah, so we matched, and his whole allure to me was, oh, he's from Ottawa, such a big city, such a great city. And the kicker was is that his whole thing was that he hitchhikes around the world, and he vlogs it and puts it on YouTube, and that's kind of his thing. And, like, no one from Cornwall that I knew was interesting in that way. So, like, it pulled me in right away. I'm like, oh, a bad boy who hitchhikes across the world. Wow. So he hitchhiked from Ottawa to Cornwall to meet me. And it was just a train wreck because I think he was two years older. And my mom was sketched out by the whole thing. Because she's like, you're meeting men from the internet. Like, I need to meet him first before you go to the movies with him. Yeah. So I didn't know, he didn't tell me that he was secretly recording the whole interaction with my parents. So my mom is like grilling him with questions like, oh, like, what's your name? What do you do? Like, how do you afford to hitchhike? Are you in school? Like, what do your parents think? And all this. And then he was just being really sketchy about the whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) Like, just not giving straight answers. Or, like, really, his answers just didn't make sense. And then my mom's like, okay, like, like you're sketchy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we still ended up going to the movies. And then whatever my mom picks us up because I, he hitchhiked and I don't drive. <laughs> so then that was that. He um, couch surfs in Cornwall for the night, does some more vlogging, whatever. That was that. It was the last time I see him. And then the next day we're messaging and he calls me his girlfriend. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not your girlfriend. We went on one date. And he's like, oh, why not? And I'm like, you're being kind of creepy. And then he's like, all he says was, LOL, F you. And I'm like, I was so perplexed. And then I blocked him because I'm not going to put up with that. But that was kind of like my introduction to online dating as a very impressionable young teenager and then for the longest time after that I think I had the wrong expectation of online dating and so I think that misguided me when I was younger (laughs) I don't think yours is like that is a crazy ass story I'm not gonna lie that's messed up (laughs) but like I think uh, like I think everybody has those like rough like first starts with matchmaking apps in general Uh, but honestly that's insane that's insane that the guy came all the way there and just did that oh and he put it on YouTube (laughs) and then I still remember the channel name so in preparation of doing the podcast today I just went down memory lane and then looked his like the channel up again and the video was from I found the video from five years ago and all the comments are like oh my god that's hilarious like was that her mom's real reaction and I'm like yes it was because he he wasn't he didn't tell us he was recording wow so yeah that video is still up it's still up (laughs) 
Holy crap. Did you ever like try messaging to take it down? No, because I'm so like, I don't want to say embarrassed or ashamed, but like, it's so cringy. Like just thinking about it and then the video, thinking about the video and stuff. Uh, I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> wow, that's when viral was before viral. Uh, yeah. Why. Holy crap. What did uh, your mom think? Uh, I, I don't know how she found out, yeah. but like whenever he posted it, she somehow found it. She was so mad. <laughs> like, so mad. She's like, he recorded without my consent and yeah. all this. And I'm like, yeah. And then I was like, I wasn't, I didn't know either. So I was like super embarrassed. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, oh, that was my date kind of thing. And yeah. like just getting her like involved in the mess. Yeah. And then we never talked about it again. So yeah. That sucks. Was there anything a lot more crazy than that? Like once uh, you kept using um, these apps over the years or mm, it kind of got better? Like when you start dating a lot more? I think like nothing like that happened. Yeah. Um, but it's just like the usual garbage yeah. of online dating. I think I just kind of got desensitized to it because uh the one thing i kind of wrote in my book like i was using mostly uh, muslim matchmaking apps but like i think tinder and number kind of same women got a lot more matches than men mm -hmm. like right so like when you were like opening up the apps every single day you probably got like at least like 15 to 20 yeah. guys today <laughs> were most of them like horrible like uh, options when you were looking at those uh those those same guys every day or like those new matches every day um, like what like, you mean? Like when, like because I see women like when they scroll, they look at the profile. Okay, I, mm -hmm. I see this guy liking it, and I look at it and like, okay, this guy's a creep. Okay, or yeah. he doesn't have a good enough picture. Like I said, like what was like your criteria when you're skimming through uh, those candidates? Those um, I think I'm. I don't know if I'm picky, but like whenever I'm going through like all the profiles, yeah. like I do put effort into my matches, like. Um, like the photos, like if you're, <laughs> if you're holding up fish and all your photos are holding up like a dead deer and stuff and like just those kind of photos, I don't swipe right on. Like, I don't know something about that. If there's like, um, no effort in the bio, yeah. that's an automatic, like, no, just stuff like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. I, that's the first I've heard of it. Like dead animals to like hold Like them. deer and stuff. Like cut wow. open. Are these guys living in Ottawa or are they living somewhere else most of the time? Um, it's a, it's really 50-50 everywhere. Wow. wow. And there's a lot of them too, for some reason. Mostly the fishing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I mean, yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's great. It's crazy. So, moving from all the horrible stuff, <laughs> um, how did you meet your uh, current boyfriend? Uh, it was like, it was either like right before the March 15th lockdown that yeah. we matched, I think. Yeah. Um, I had got broken up with in like January of last year. So then I was getting over it. So great idea. I went back on Tinder, which is not a good idea, but anyways. Yeah. Um, so then Thomas and I had matched, um, but we didn't. Like you were talking about earlier, like women just get so much matches that I didn't really talk to him for like the first couple of months. Like he would keep messaging me and I would respond, but I'm like, oh, nothing's going to come out of it. Yeah. Um, but then 
I don't know. I think I was just really bored one day and I know this sounds bad, but I started like actually responding to him and then we added each other on steam and then we played video games together. And then we finally met up uh, when stuff was opened again. Um, so we went out for supper or whatever, and it just kind of took off from there. Wow. So what was, how long was that before, like, before you guys finally met up? Uh, I want to say like at least two and a half months, I think. Okay. Yeah. Since uh, that March 15th uh, uh, yeah, lockdown. Yeah, around there. Wow. That's, uh, that's a long time. <laughs> yeah. Especially for a guy, like, they're usually pretty antsy. They don't want like, to wait around. Yeah. Stuff, so, like, were you, was he, like, how was he when you first met him like, in person? I honestly don't remember. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but it must have been good because you're still with the guys. Yeah, and we yeah. moved in together, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, how long, yeah. when did that happen? Um, I think it's been three months now. Okay. We just, it's been pretty recent that we moved in. Okay, okay. And how's it been the process, like, uh, since you guys moved in? It's been good. Yeah. Um. But I can definitely see um, how the COVID lockdowns have affected relationships for, like, the worse. Um, I don't know if it's just because we just moved in together or from the lockdown and stuff, but you kind of have to adapt to living with a significant other. It's not... It's different. (laughs) So I can definitely see how the lockdown, not having anywhere to go, and like being able to see your friends and stuff could really affect someone. Mm. Wow. Yeah, this, that is kind of like intriguing to think about that. Yeah, because I didn't really think of it that way. Because I know, like for me, uh, like it was really tough. Like I would have to wait to go on dates once I could mm-hmm. actually open it up. Yeah. So like, how was like uh, you guys dating? Like uh, after you guys first met, like what you guys normally did during the uh, COVID lockdown throughout this past year? Like, yeah. Um, at the start, it was just restaurants. Okay. But I think some during some point, I think we went back into stricter lockdown and couldn't do that. Yeah. So I just started going over to his place and then just hanging out with him and his roommate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Pretty exciting for like <laughs> for a while, but like I know with the lockdown it gets kind of like tedious. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. That's that's good though. Um. I was going to ask you, because this is kind of like a little off topic with regards to like meeting your boyfriend, but uh, this is something I definitely want to ask you. Uh, what's your what's your mentality of like uh, men in general in regards to uh, them like hitting on you online through matchmaking apps or hitting on you in person? Like what do you normally would prefer? Um, you know, I've never really been hit on in person, um, but online... It's like, it's so easy to just hide behind a screen and say whatever you want. So like a lot of people's first lines aren't good, like at all. And they're just very obviously there for, for hookups. And yeah, so I don't like that. Um, but in person, if it's in online, I guess, um, if the compliment or whatever's genuine, like it makes a world of a difference. So you don't, so you don't, you've never had, had a guy subtly like try to hit on you? I don't think so. <laughs> or you don't recall? I don't recall. <laughs> I can name at least twice when I worked with you that did happen. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I recall twice. And those two guys, I remember. Uh, one of them did like talk to me about, but then I said at a time that you were seeing somebody while you were working. I have no idea okay. what you're talking okay. about. Okay. 
because the guys are not like like I know some guys are overt, but there are sometimes guys that are very subtle. Like, eh, you know, like try to be casual, but you could tell the like, guys can sense sense that. Yeah, okay. I thought guys girls will be a lot better, but I guess you never. I don't know. I just feel like I'm so awkward in person that I'm just so focused on trying not to seem awkward that maybe yeah. I miss those like those social signs. cues and signs. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Well, if a guy did like uh, ask you out in person, like how would you have normally responded? I'm, if it was a random person, I'd say no, probably. Mm. It's just, I don't know. I feel like, I know not everyone's creepy, but it will co- kind of come off, like, yeah. kind of off-putting. Yeah, yeah, Does it depend on the guy and how he looks? Yeah, okay. <laughs> probably. Do you have, like, a like a specific type that like type of guy? Be like, mm. yeah, I'll be okay if he came up to me and talked to me, compared to, like, a different dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'll, okay. <laughs> I don't do it on purpose, but yeah. all of my past partners have been Asian men. So, like, if there's, like, a hot Asian man and if I was single. Yeah. So, if there's any other guy except Asian, no No, no like, my yeah. tastes are evolved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's all about preferences in the end. That's what it is in the end. Yeah, yeah. So, if it was any other guy... Probably he would have you would have given a thumbs up like hey yeah. nice try and that's it at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and I it sounds so bad saying it, but no, it's like that, that's not it's the day and age. Everybody has preferences. Everybody has like a type. You know what I mean? So like honestly, mm-hmm. like for me it's Somali. Uh, for other people it could be different different types of guys or girls, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can't you can't you know be ashamed <laughs> to be like hey you know you like Asian guys. So. Yeah. Can't be ashamed of that, you know. But like, <clears throat> but that's good to know that like, at least like you're open to the idea of like somebody coming. Because like, I feel like especially with technology and these matchmaking apps, it's really difficult for guys to have that communicative skills and mm-hmm. talk to a woman. Because like, like how was like when your current boyfriend like was he kind of smooth when he talked to you the first time? Was he kind of a little nervous when he met you? Um, online, I just I don't know. It seemed neutral. Okay. Like when we first matched. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I think maybe that's what put me off. I really don't know. Not that it's like bad to be neutral, but yeah. it just seemed too relaxed and friendly. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe it was the approach that made me not enthusiastic at first. Is it like the conversation, uh, like stuff that like you guys were saying on the app that was kind of like, ah, I'm not really feeling it. Yeah, I think that's what it was too. Like, I don't remember specifically what we talked about or yeah. what he was saying or anything, but okay. it just felt neutral. Okay. Uh, is there, like, a specific, like, way of, like, uh, like that they kind of, like, if you're talking to a guy on, on uh, these apps, is there a specific, like, uh, word or, like, sense that kind of, like, you look at it like, okay, this guy seems interesting compared to, like, the guy most likely probably is drunk or something and, like, messages you late at night on Tinder? Yeah. <laughs> um... There's not, like, one particular word or sentence, but, like, personally, like, thinking back to my, like, dating, um, my dating history, I guess, um, I like when someone's, like, kind of flirty, but not, like, over-the-top flirty. Like, it just makes me feel, not appreciated, but it makes me feel good about myself, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, like, sexual, right? Yeah, no. Okay. I just remember, and I have screenshots of it somewhere, um, someone just hits me up with, I just want to see your boobs, to be honest. And that was the only line. Like, that was his open. Wow. And I'm like, 
and I put in my profiles too that I'm looking for something a little more serious. Like I don't just want hookups. So like if I put that I'm looking for something serious, I'm hoping that the people that only want hookups pass on my profile because I want something more serious. And then that guy opened with that. And I can, I still laugh about it. Like I wouldn't, like I'm bringing it up now because it's funny, but like that obviously it wasn't to make me laugh, but yeah, that's kind of like an objectifying type move. I just yeah. wanted to, yeah. It's like, he seems like he's probably messaging every girl. Probably copy-paste. Yeah, copy-paste that. That's weird. I never understood why guys did that in general. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's pretty common, so maybe it works. I yeah. don't know, but... Yeah. I don't know if that's common. That's a <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird. Like, I do, like, I, honestly, like, especially with guys, like, in general, like, I kind of wrote a book, like, in regards to, like, uh, like, etiquette conversation etiquette you know like just to kind of like be be general but be direct and get straight to the point don't waste like anybody's time yeah. it's like if you're gonna be wasting your time like <laughs> messaging back in the crowd <laughs> holy probably yeah that's I, I don't know how you survive that like me honestly I would have been like I, I need to hunt this guy down yeah. Kick his ass. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so what's uh, been uh, what did you learn about the relationship so far uh, that you've been with boyfriend like whether you can learn since uh, the pandemic yeah so I kind of uh, touched upon it earlier about like um, being together all the time um, I'm a very to myself kind of person and I like highly value my personal time and quiet and just personal space um, so I kind of learned I guess like the importance of just having healthy boundaries in your relationship um, it's never really been an issue before because I've pretty much always been in long distance relationships where we don't see each other like five days out of the week. Um, so yeah, like it's so important to set those boundaries with your loved one. Um, cause like I said, like you can't just go out and hang out with friends. So like your personal time is just that much more valuable, I'd say. That's interesting. Uh, so you said you've been in long-term, like, long-distance relationships. Mm-hmm. How was that like compared to like the current one you have right now where he's literally living with you? Yeah, so they weren't like on the other side of the country or anything, but it's um, kind of going back to when I lived in Cornwall. Yeah. Um, I had lived in Ottawa for four months in 2016 uh, before I dropped out of school. Yeah. Um, but I met someone in my program at the time. And then we dated and then I moved back to Cornwall. So he would like drive down to Cornwall and stuff. Okay. And yeah, that was a good experience. But I think compared to other relationships that I've had, what the difference was is that we were friends first. Okay. And I think that makes a whole lot of a difference than just matching on Tinder or Bumble. That's very interesting. Yeah. That's right here because I heard uh, if a girl friend zones a guy the very first time, it's hard for the guy to get on that romantic side of the girl. So, like, you're get, you're saying you're kind of like the exception to the rule in that aspect sometimes, right? I just think, like, we both might have had, like, a little crush on each other at the start. Yeah. Um, but we didn't really say anything because, whatever, we were both awkward, I guess, or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it took – it. we were friends first, and I think that's also really important in relationships. Yeah. Um, building that foundation first uh because and i still talk to him like we're pretty good friends still yeah um but yeah i think 
how you meet the other person really plays an important part in it as well. As long as like, it's, it's on a good note. Yeah, like, exactly. If, if the guy is, was good looking, but he kind of like pissed you off in a certain way. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to last. <laughs> wow. But like the big thing, especially with long relationships, like in the end, like the, I guess for the guy, he, if the guy doesn't come halfway with you, I guess, right? In regards to like traveling to come see you, and if you don't see him for a while, that's kind of like, you're like, I'm not dealing with that, right? Yeah. Um, I also don't have a car to drive. <laughs> yeah. So I can't just drive to someone. Yeah. So like, I make it known too, because like, I know that's a deal breaker for some people. Like, I don't drive. Like, that's just yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, so like, other boyfriends have lived had like two hours, two and a half, and like, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Is that something like, uh, like if, for example, if you were single, God forbid, but if you were single, is that something like you're like, if you ever looked at down the road, be like, I don't want to deal with somebody long distance. Um, I deal with it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still open to it. It would depend on the person, though. Okay. Okay. But like, you would let them know, hey, I don't drive, so yeah. <laughs> you have to come see me at more or less at this point. Yeah. Okay. Um, there was one boyfriend. Um. He lived in Petawawa. I'm not sure off the top of the, off the top of my head how far that is. It's like two or three hours maybe yeah. from Ottawa. And on day or weekends, because we only saw each other on the weekend, I would sometimes take the Greyhound down. But yeah. if you have a car, it's easier. Yeah, yeah. Greyhound does take a while, and I heard too like the pandemic's kind of been shut down a bit. Yeah, so. I don't even think we have it yeah, here anymore. We don't have so it anymore. yeah, so that sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I was gonna ask, um, what's uh, the defining quality uh, that shapes your relationship with your uh, current boyfriend? I don't think it's one particular quality that shapes it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like we met and hit it off, and that yeah. was that. Yeah. yeah. Is it like uh, I meant? That, is it like? Is it communication? Is it a big, big thing for you guys that you feel like that you value with the relationship, or is it like something else in general? Yeah, I, I would say communication is yeah. like the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like I just find for me, like I've like the relationship is fine and stuff, um, but at the start for me, I think it was like the whole communication and expressing that I need some alone time because uh, we were seeing each other like 24-7 which it's it's intense at the start when you're seeing someone um, so yeah I communicated and all that and then we worked through it yeah yeah um, so it's kind of like hey you know I would love to see you three four times per week but not like all the time yeah but then and then we just after we did that I'm like okay well yeah. you know I do really enjoy his company so then we just hung out again all the yeah. time yeah. and then we moved in together so yeah is there uh, i want to ask you this earlier like uh, in regards to like meeting somebody the first time is that a, like a big thing if a guy comes in too, too strong you kind of like back away or or you kind of like it depends on the guy you're speaking with i in general i don't like whenever someone comes off too strong but I guess it depends. Like, it doesn't depend on looks, but it does. I don't know. It's how they go about it, I think. Because I, I don't know. Like, some people can play it off. And, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. So, just I guess it just depends. Yeah. Is there, like, a big red flag that you watch out for with guys in general? Uh, like, throughout your entire, like, history dating? 
a guy? Is that is there like one big thing you're like, I need to avoid anytime I see a guy doing this? Um, at first, no. Yeah. But <laughs> I was in a really bad relationship with someone, like so emotionally like manipulative. So with him, he would just like disregard all my feelings and just say they don't matter, all this stuff. Like yeah. it's so bad looking on like back on it. But now that I've learned from that relationship, like yeah. if someone doesn't take the time to actually listen um, about your feelings and how, like, and what you're bringing up, then that's a huge red flag. And it sounds obvious saying it, but when you're in, like, when you're starting to see someone and you're in that phase of like just seeing each other, it's all new and exciting and it's easy to try and overlook those red flags. But like for myself now, that's an absolute like red flag right away. So it's all about partnership. Yeah. It's not about like the guy controlling everything Mm -hmm. at that point. Yeah. Kind of sucks. There are guys I know of that are, that are kind of looking like that as well. Uh, even the book I wrote as well is, uh, there's a lot of Somali women who are kind of like the exact same thing too, where they want to control the guy to dictate the relationship, stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, it kind of sucks to hear that. Uh, but I'm glad, like, now, like, like obviously your current relationship, you have that, that trust and level of communication mm-hmm. where you kind of know, hey, I understand where I'm coming from, that aspect. So, it's mm-hmm. good to hear. Um, what would you recommend, uh, people on looking to land, uh, someone for a committed relationship? Is it like in person, on matchmaking apps, hookups from friends, family? Like, what do you recommend? Um, again, I think those, uh, organic relationships are built on a stronger basis, but that's not realistic right now with COVID and all that. Um, so I would say like, if you're using, um, Tinder and Bumble and all the online dating apps, just take your time. If you're looking for a serious relationship, like there's no rush. So just really know what you want in a way, I guess. Yeah. Um, you don't need to know exactly what you want, but kind of have an idea on like what qualities of someone you'd like, mm-hmm. just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then just go from there. Okay. But it wouldn't necessarily matter like how you meet that person, as long as you build that genuine, the genuine connection, right? Yeah. Yeah. But your preference, uh, do you, like you have a specific preference yourself? Like, Online dating is a lot more convenient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and I think like online dating does have a lot of bad stuff about it, but like it intro- introduces you to so much more people than like you could possibly just meet like in person. Yeah. So I think that's really neat. And obviously you have your bullshit detector all the time. Yeah. When you're looking at it, you're like, okay, I know this guy's full of shit. This guy's exactly. a creep. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of learn. You kind of learn from the flies most of the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the final thing I want to ask is, uh, do you have a, an advice you want to tell people on how to improve on their current relationship or like, even like a relationship they're just starting? Um, build that communication <laughs> yeah. with your partner. It's you're not going to be able to give the relationship what it needs if you don't know what it needs. Okay. So just have healthy boundaries as well and keep the communication open. Awesome. Awesome. That's, that's, I guess we can leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> uh, any final words you want to tell the listeners? You want to plug anything? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> 
first and foremost, Julia, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. I really appreciate it. It's an honor having you on. Um, yeah, I do hope uh, your current relationship with boyfriend blossoms, you know. Uh, do you, do you, I was going to ask you this as well. Like, uh, do you ever see yourself getting married and settling down? Um, marrying, yes, but yeah. I don't want kids or anything. Okay. So okay. settling down to me is pretty much just getting married and having a house, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that, that, that's the, something that cards for you down. Yeah, okay, for sure. Perfect. perfect. I hope I, I hope that works out. But the, yeah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you everybody for listening on the Somali Nomad. I'm your host Sammy, and I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Yeah.